I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Coming up on TMS, a dramedy. That's a camel, right? Up your nose with a glowy hose. It's National Airbender Day. I say keep the damn ottoman. Does that later give good lumbar support? Are space orcs sporks? Handsome, bald, and famous. The Michelin man made us dinner and he still has fat rolly arms. <laughs> hot cockles. No, hot cockles. You can't see my fingers at home. Take the turkey in the other room. I can eat 11 nails and fart the longest. Poor neglected Hamilton. It doth was not Jennifer. Just a saber with Bill. Why the last Stephen and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. How'd you do that? I can't tell you. Why not? Magicians can't tell secrets. Why not? Anyway, I gotta go practice some more. I wouldn't eat a box of cream discs. (laughs) (laughs) The Morning Stream. Why did I take the blue pill? Why indeed. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It's the morning stream for Monday, the 20th of September, 2021. Ooh, we got a 9 20 20 21. Ooh, 20 21 20 20 20 more hours to go. I want to be sedated. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I guess every month we'll have a 20 in it, and yeah. it's dumb for me to keep yeah. bringing it up. So I'll stop yeah. doing that now. Hey, look, next year, though, uh, on February 22nd, we do get a 2-22-22. Yeah, we should celebrate that. That should be good. That'll be good. What do you want to do that day that's special? Anything? Let's uh, it, let's have tacos because it'll be a Taco Tuesday. Oh, I see. Okay, I'm in. Oh, yeah. Dice Tomato. Tomorrow is Earth, Wind, and Fire Day. What? Do you remember? Really? The 21st night of September. Earth, wind, and fire. Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, so it's uh, it's National uh, Airbender Day is what you're saying. Earth, wind, and fire. Got it. Okay. Oh, there you go. Yes, exactly. Uh, so wait, is that true? There's a day named after the band Earth, wind, and fire? Is that true? Did you hear what I just sang? No. Yeah, you sang the song. Oh, because that's the... <laughs> But we don't call that Earth, Wind, and uh, Fire Day, do we? Or is that official? Or do we just we're just saying that because that's well. I mean, what are we going to call it? September? I don't know. It's, uh, <laughs> that's the name of the song. <laughs> most covered song of all time, Ember? No, no, no it's definitely not. Oh. Yesterday is the most covered, according to according to the Guinness Book of World Records. Uh, Yesterday by the Beatles is the most covered song of all time. I question that. I think that's something that somebody made up, mm. and uh, I don't buy it. In my <laughs> In yeah. my library, I fought the law, and in your eyes, are the most covered songs. I fought the law, and the law won I that one. The, that yeah. song, 
Why That's is that so heavily covered? What a weird. It's been one. around for a long time. It's a very, very easy chord progression and lyrics uh, <laughs> also pretty easy to remember. Wow. It's like you, you pick up a guitar, and if you're not trying to figure out the opening lick to Stairway to Heaven, you're like, ging, 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 and you just go right into breaking rocks in the hot sun. I fought the law in the law one. Okay, well, I, yeah. I take your word for it more than most because you know the, you know a lot of covers. So, yeah. Uh, yesterday, I'm sure is no slouch. I'm sure it's up there. But, it's up uh, there, but I really don't have that many covers of it. I don't really have that many good covers of it. Oh, that reminds me. I meant to ask last week oh. while you were in uh, Ireland. Did you see anything sure. to do with the Guinness Book of World Records, which is based on the oh, beer people? Right. Yeah. Do you see any of that? Yeah, as a matter of fact, no. No, I didn't. We went to the Guinness <laughs> storehouse yeah. and took the Guinness tour. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no mention, even even in the Guinness storehouse, no mention of the Guinness Book of World Records. Really? Not even like uh, here in the gift shop, like there's a, a copy like of the We're related, latest. yeah, tangentially related to the Guinness Book of World Records. No, none of that. Weird. Because yeah. that is the source of it all. Maybe they're embarrassed it is by the it source now. Of it. And they have a huge gift shop, like yeah. big. Yeah, I wanted to bring back some glasses because I really do like the shape of uh, Guinness glasses that you get from the from directly from them. It's not just the um, narrow at the bottom, then gets wider at the top. Yeah, they've got little indentations um, on the bottom, like little grippy indentations that are like, oh, that's kind of fun to hold. It's a fun glass to hold. Yeah. It still does the the bottom to the top, you know. Uh, sure getting wider but it's um it's kind of like a coke glass like the uh famous uh, oh, i coke do i do glasses. like a good i like a good curvy uh bottle i'm a fan yeah. or glass yeah. rather uh okay well that's interesting uh do you okay this brought up another thought i was watching a cooking show with kim and she loves that stuff sure. one of these stanley tucci things or something and um <laughs> was it this day was it a uh, great night no what was the name of that stanley tucci uh, movie forget- with the well, no, it's uh, it's an actual. He does a documentary on food on HBO Max now. Um, oh, okay. I forgot the name. Oh, of it. right, I saw that. Yes, but it's, he's sort of Anthony Bourdaining around the world, talking to Italian. Oh, cool. This and wow, that. So how do you get that gig? Yeah, Damn. well, you got to be a handsome, bald. Oh, we're almost there. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? You be? <laughs> so far, so good. You got to be a famous. <laughs> are you are you a famous, well known actor? Have been around and working for decades? Oh no, I'm not. Ah, I'm shit. Not. Well, then you're Darn out. It. Uh, but anyway, can you speak Italian? Italian is the other thing, because that guy talks Italian. Oh, no, he can't speak uh, It's a pain. I can barely speak this one. Well, anyway, he's walking around, and, and um, they're talking about Michelin stars and you know the, the, the fanciest restaurants. And um, when I hear that now, now ever ever since learning that the Michelin star thing is from the Michelin tire people, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it seems less cool. You know what I mean? It's like it's like oh this fancy this don't French let it restaurant. Seem less cool. It seems yeah, less don't... cool though because think of it. It's like here right. at La Ferrante Hoo-Ha, we have the, only the finest five Michelin star dining blah blah blah. And I'm like, okay, right. that sounds great, but freaking Michelin, the, the Michelin man, did he show up with all his tires on him, his all his roly fat white things, and go here you go, you're a Michelin star person. Like, it just welcome, makes it seem cheaper. Welcome to the awards ceremony for excellence in podcasting, brought to you by PopSockets. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's so revered. Yes. And yes. Then- no, I get it. No, I totally, I know, I totally know what you mean. In my opinion, the Michelin star name is the, is the big entity, and the Michelin tires now is the sub. 
as well, opposed to it being the other way around. Yeah, I guess. So I mean, like, that is what happened. Oh, that rest that new restaurant or that restaurant uh, that chef that's opened up a new restaurant in Denver has two Michelin stars from other restaurants. Oh, we got to go there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh yeah! By the way, they also make tires. Yeah, but imagine <laughs> if it said uh, the sh- the, you got three Chevy stars at your restaurant, or you got... <laughs> no, it just sounds right. dumb. It just sounds right, dumb. Yeah. Discount Tire Company <laughs> sponsored that great restaurant or awarded that that great restaurant. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense yeah, to me. I but get I you. Get I get you. But it's a long. I understand that it's also you know a long-standing thing, and that it was established at a time where. No other sort of measuring stick existed, and it did have a high right. standard. And I, I get it, but Claire yeah. brings up a very funny thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback off of her joke and kind of uh, like, what if at the Guinness Storehouse tour in in Dublin, the only people who could serve you your your stout at the end of the uh, tour are people who are in the Guinness Book of World Records for something? That'd be great. So it's like, you know, the the guy who can. Uh, swallow 11 nails or uh who can fart the longest or something like that yeah oh you don't want that guy handing you your beer though you no you probably don't maybe not that guy what but, about the uh, guy oh this guy's had post nasal drip for 14 years you don't want that guy, <laughs> that guy right exactly yes yeah, none of them they want to be right. the tall guy or the short guy or the sure yes exactly the guy with the most um i don't know the woman who's birthed the most children. Get her, <laughs> just get her out of the house for a little bit. Get her away from that husband and get her serving uh, stouts. Oh, that. Who's, I wonder who holds the record for that. And I wonder how they feel. Like, do their guts just fall out of them every day? Or, like, how's that go? Mm. Let's see. She's probably one of those TV things, right? Like, uh, what was that family that that had all the kids they were like a it was like a sort of a reality show a recent reality show mm. and they calculated that she's been pregnant for 90 percent of her life or something oh my gosh or or 90 percent of her life since turning 18 the duggers is that it the duggers, the duggers? i think that's it yeah okay hadn't heard of yeah. that okay here i found her here it is on the guinness book okay. of all right, record good. site was it uh mrs valaveva i can't say her name right she is a uh, Russian. Volvazilla. <laughs> probably that. 69 kids. How is that oh. possible? Hold on a second. Oh, no, no. When she got to 69, she say, that's enough. Okay, 27 births, 69 children, second wife, eight births, 18 children. What does that mean, eight births, 18 children? Oh, oh, gotcha. So she had, she's had eight births, but they were all multiples. Oh. Or not, maybe not all multiples, but like had quintuplets or quintuplets. Right. right. Like I think yeah. you're right. Uh, this was. Yeah, in... I didn't even think about that being a, a way to kind of really uh, buck the system and work your way into the Guinness Book of World Records is having multiples. Yeah. No kidding. And she lived. To... Yeah. <laughs> I got it. Uh, she lived to 76. That's pretty good for a lady who's been just shitting them out for her whole life. <laughs> Right. Well, you know, eight births. There, there are people who have way more births but way fewer kids. So she did it right. She worked. She worked smarter, mm-hmm. not harder. There you go. <laughs> she had, she had eight extremely unpleasant days. Yeah. But uh... <laughs> she had the most, the most efficient uterus on the planet. My gosh. Right. Exactly. Yes. Get more it's done a, with less time. That's like uh, the Henry Ford of. Uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> of pregnancies. That sounds about right. Um, so I have uh, uh, we, we had Emmys yesterday. Uh, I yes, don't know if did. you're familiar with the Emmys, but they're a thing. They go on every year. They are. They did. They were a thing. And uh, the big winner of the night yeah. for me. Yeah. Conan O'Brien. Oh, I hear, keep hearing he did something funny, but I didn't watch. So what would he do? There, he he Conan bombed. I mean, I don't know if that if that's if that's a new hashtag today. It should be though. Uh, he Conan bombed the Emmys for the entire night, and I don't mean he bombed. I mean he like did the equivalent of photo bombing um, when the president of the Academy of TV Arts and Sciences or something mm-hmm. was was announced. And everybody's like, oh, this is a good time to go to the bathroom. Conan stood up, cheered like like it was uh, like Jesus Christ was coming out on stage. Oh, man. And saluted. And the whole, like it threw the guy off. He had this whole speech about, yeah, the Academy of TV Arts and Scientists. Or sciences, or blah, 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 blah. And Conan was clapping and cheering and um, cracking the whole audience up. And then he actually got up with... Um, pretended to be part of Stephen Colbert's uh, team when Stephen Colbert went up to accept his his Emmy for uh, a live show or something. Well, who hosted? Was it... Did anyone host? Who hosted this thing? Yes. Sorry, I dropped my pen. Uh, Cedric the Entertainer hosted. What? Really? Yes, Cedric the Entertainer. Hey, late 90s. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on? He's currently on that new show with uh, Schmidt from New Girl. Uh, Yeah? Okay. I, remember, I don't know what it's called. But, it's like uh, a weird pick to me. I don't know why. It's fine. It, it was kind of a weird pick, but he was all right. Uh, yeah, there was there was one, like they, they kept some of the skits to a minimum. There was one where they superimposed him in the the um, the water in Florida when uh, uh, Brady was hucking the Heisman Trophy to Gronk or, back, or whoever it was, and it dropped into the water, and they superimposed him there. And, yeah, yeah. Um, but then they also did a skit with uh, never won an Emmy, like a support group for people who've never won an Emmy. And you had Scott Bakula, Jason Alexander, uh, Zoe Deschanel. Um, uh, Jason Alexander. Amazing. Jason Alexander. Yeah. Listen, I was nominated eight times for Costanza. <laughs> Uh, I can't remember who else was in that skit, but it was actually that was it was pretty funny. Hold on, was Bakula uh, nominated a bunch of times and never won? Is that the deal? With I don't that? think Bakula. I don't know how many times he's been nominated. Oh, Allison Hannigan. That's right, she was the other one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know how uh, how many times Bakula has been nominated, but uh, he must have been right. He was nominated. I d- didn't it wasn't like a we've been nominated a bunch of times. It was like we've been around in the business a long time. But oh, because George, uh, George Jason had. Alexander was pushing the whole like I've been nominated a bunch of times. Oh, and, gotcha. Yeah, because he was he was definitely nominated. He just never could seem to eco in that right, thing. Right. Um. Wow. All right. Well, it sounds like I may have missed a little bit of fun there. I don't know. Hollywood that, that fun part was fun. The, yeah. the two things that were the best were the um, the Conan O'Brien constant uh, constant uh, jumping around and and uh, getting attention. And uh, what else? Uh, I mean, that skit was pretty good. Um. Yeah. Here, I mean, it was, here I'll, I'll rip through the winners. When we just yeah, let's rip through the winners. We can talk about so it. So, like the uh, so the big winner of the night really is that Queen's Gam- uh, not Queen's Gambit. Sorry, the Queen. The Queen did real good. The Crown. The Crown. The crown I, meant, or, I meant the Crown. Uh, the Crown's Gambit. That's what I meant. The Crown's Gambit. The Queen Crown's Gambit. Uh, that all went <laughs> real well. Uh, took away what eight? Hold on, I had it written down. 
Yeah. Uh, nope. Uh, seven honors well. for that. Uh, TV's uh, Apple TV Plus's Ted Lasso claimed four, while HBO Max's Hacks and HBO's Mayor of Easttown both picked up three each. Also, um, very you know, it was a great it was a great night for the Brits, right? Yeah. Uh, Kate Winslet and uh, the Crown and Queen's Gambit. Uh, yeah. No, I guess Anya Taylor Joy. She. British? I think I she know, is. I don't know what she is. She's the Vavitch. She's alien is what she is. Yeah, she's the Vavitch with the two Vs. She's the Vavitch, yes. Uh, the, let's see, okay, so limited series, the Queen's Gambit won overall, and uh, I think that's a real tight race. I think Mayor of Easttown was yeah, probably Mayor the best thing I saw right. all year, so it's hard for me to It's say. It's further emphasis that if you haven't watched Hacks yet, you need to watch it because it is so good. Gene Smart is um, brilliant. She's smart uh, and good. I like her a lot. She's smart. That Gene Smart. Man, look at how all these, I don't know if you've noticed, all of these categories where all these nominations happen, Yeah, 90% of these are streaming, Yeah, 5% of them are cable, and the paltry leftovers are, are, are regular television. Regular TV barely does shit anymore. Like what? What do we even have those yeah. networks for? Yeah. What are you doing? I know it's like this is us. I think was the, the only thing I remember. Oh, Blackish got nominated as well, but yeah, so few things. Blackish, Black-ish. so few things. Everything else is uh, <laughs> is either streaming, and it's funny because they they have different categories or different definitions for HBO versus HBO Max. There's stuff you can see on HBO, yeah, but not see, or I'm sorry, HBO Max that you can't see on. HBO just that's, that's true if you have it yeah if you're just watching it's kind HBO. of funny to me that HBO like you can still get a cable pay for cable and you have to wait until your show is on on HBO to yeah. watch it yeah <laughs> but you do get don't you get max as part of HBO if you have HBO I so I think so yeah so but it's still weird right that's weird it is weird right because there's you know uh it's very weird let's uh, just let's just you know well, we can't, right? Because we need news. I was going to say, let's just get rid of terrestrial and make it all streaming. But I guess we do need our news and our sports. And Yeah, but also there's no reason involved. why network TV couldn't get back to making really great quality stuff. They just aren't. Start doing yeah, it. Yeah, it uh, feels like they just have more restrictions. I think they gave right? up. And a lot of them already own all this other shit anyway. I mean, FX yeah, is a Fox right. network, which is now a Disney network, which, you know, everybody owns everything now. But, yeah. but like, you know, they're doing their best work in places that aren't. Like, even I would even argue Peacock has cooler stuff upcoming then NBC puts out on the air. Without a doubt. We're, we're living in a weird time, you guys. We are. Uh, yes. Let's see. The Crown won for drama series. So not the Queen. the crown, Not the Queen's Gambit. The Crown was a different deal. <laughs> uh, they beat out The Boys, Bridgerton, Handmaid's St- Love, <clears throat> excuse me, Lovecraft Country, The Mandalorian, Pose, and This Is Us. Uh, let's see. Comedy series, Ted Lasso from Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, that seemed like a... If that wasn't going to win, then we were all doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. To have, to have Ted Lasso get nominated in so many different areas and then... Uh... <laughs> yeah. And how do you have on that list is Cobra Kai? How are they a comedy? Are they a comedy? Yeah. Well, yeah. That's weird. Yeah. I don't like it. They're not... Dra- well... Dramedy. They're a dramedy. Yeah. Okay. I hate that term, dramedy, but I'll say it anyway. Yeah, I do too. I mean, yeah. you could argue that, that you know... Uh, the boys is as comedic as Cobra Kai, right? Yeah, I mean it's, it's more it's sar- like a, it's, sardonic, but yeah, uh, you're yes, right. Right in a in a sarcastic way or a, a sardonic is good. Yeah, really put or or yeah. maybe even a what's the word? There's another word for that. Parody or it's more um, edgy. It's it's uh, darker, dark comedy. Got it. There you go, dark comedy. Dark. Uh, 
All right, where are we now? Oh, here we go. So Ted Lasso oh, yeah. beating out everybody there. Uh, sorry, Pen15, I like you, but you got beat. Mm-hmm. Uh, lead actress in the drama, Olivia Coleman, who just wins everything every time she's in it, so that's just the rule. <laughs> they only they only give her the prize so that, that they can hear her acceptance speech. And yeah. It's funny because um, they had uh, the London Annex of the Emmys, right? Because um, with the co- with COVID and testing, or not testing, but uh, quarantines and stuff like that, um, they really couldn't bring a lot of actors and actresses from London over here for the Emmys. So they just had their own separate little little area, like their own little bar in London that they were all hanging out in. And Tina's like, you know, it's like four in the morning there because yeah. they're having to do that live and do their acceptance speeches. And so how anybody could come up with a coherent thought for yeah. their acceptance speech at four in the morning. That shows what good actors they are seeing. It does. Yes, yeah. exactly. It really taps into it. Uh, real, real quick thought on that. Um, uh, I guess uh, this morning they lifted travel restrictions from the UK to the US now. So, oh, good. So they could have all made it here had it been a week later. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, it was kind of funny seeing Gillian uh, Anderson, except for The Crown, for supporting actress. And I always forget that her real voice sounds way more like Scully than it does. Oh, you know her sex education or the crown or like she she grew up in britain but mm-hmm. i think was born in the u.s or yeah. canada or something i think something. She, she had her foot in both places so she just got a really good yeah. command over both things but she her natural really speaking voice is more like Mulder. you know that there's no such thing as aliens <laughs> exactly yeah did she give a Why shout out to, like cigarettes in here <laughs> <laughs> did she give a shout out to uh the company probably not my no old, just no, want to say a special it. thanks to my old pal <laughs> David Duchovny right. for years of whatever. She do that. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, good for her. She's amazing. She's really good. She's great. Yeah. Um, what else we got here? Uh, let's see. Uh, we got Josh O'Connell Connor for the uh, crown there. Uh, you got lead actress Jean Smart from Hacks. Uh, thing you told me to watch, which I will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso. Well done. Lead actor in a comedy. Uh, lead actress, limited series, movie anthology, went to Kate Winslet for Mayor of Easttown. Highly, very much deserved. She's amazing in that. Yeah. Lead yeah. actor, limited series, movie anthology, Ewan McGregor for Halston, which I've not watched. No, uh, of all of these, like we've seen WandaVision, The Undoing, Hamilton. Uh, boy, poor Hamilton. Just, you know, just hardly gets any sort of recognition. Uh, really. Yeah. Uh, no one ever yeah. talks about Hamilton. Just, you know. No one ever talks just, about uh, Hamilton. It's just so sad to see this this great play go under the radar so completely and totally. Uh, yeah. That thing. For, <laughs> for everyone's, uh, for the record, they're nominated in everything here. So they just yeah, didn't win. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he also teased uh, the upcoming uh, Obi-Wan deal. And that's cool. Uh, oh yeah i'm excited about that he seemed to think people are gonna like it he said well of course he would he's in it but you know you never know Mm -hmm. uh let's uh let's see who who else we got here we got your uh uh your hannah wet waddingham from ted lasso she's your um she's the she's uh, the uh she's (laughs) she's annie lennox she plays annie lennox on uh ted lasso (laughs) she's also on she's also on sex education i noticed i've forgotten she was in that oh yeah not this not Season three, though. No, season two. She's uh, somebody's mom, right? I think. Yes. Came when we were watching that, so I saw her on there. Yeah, I forgot about that. Does she have a box of cookies with her? Biscuits? Sorry, whatever you call them. I don't know what you call them over there. Oh, uh, the the um, rice, the shortbread, shortbread. There you go. Mm -hmm. Uh, You got your Brett Goldstein for Ted Lasso. He's your uh, he's your uh, what's his name your your uh, angry little uh, soccer man what's his name yeah. Roy <laughs> yes <laughs> that's Roy isn't that Roy I think Brett Goldstein is Roy Roy Kent 
No, unfortunately, no. Uh, that's Brendan Hunt, I think. Oh, I thought that was... No, the chat's saying it's Roy Kent. I don't know. Oh. I think it's... Wait, I, I, thought, I, I uh... saw him talk at a thing. Didn't he? Or I saw a video of him standing up thanking people and stuff. It is Roy Kent, right? Right? That actor? No, it's... Uh, where is it? Does he play Roy Kent? I, I'm thinking of his... The Ted Lasso's sidekick. Oh, the coach. The, the coach is coach. who I'm thinking of, yes. That's oh, who, okay. That's who I wanted to win, yes. But no, he is the angry little soccer player. Is, okay, uh, gotcha. Brett Goldstein. Yeah, he's great. Jeremy Swift is who you're thinking of. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Coach, yeah, Coach Beard. Yes. He, Coach Beard is amazing. That's who I wanted to win out of that group. But, yeah. Uh, he would have gotten, if he would have won, that's winning with way less work than anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know sure. what I mean? And I don't, I'm not besmirching him for that. He's awesome. Right. But he's right. not hardly doing anything, and that would have been amazing. No, he's, he makes acting look effortless, is yep. what the thing is. Yeah. Uh, Riding When I May Destroy You, uh, The Queen's Gambit for directing. Uh, some of these were getting into the weeds here. Supporting actress Julianne Nicholson for Mayor of Easttown. She's really good. She's, yeah, she's her, uh, the best friend that is kind of, for a while, not the best friend. Yeah. She was also. <laughs> very good on the outsider very good on there oh yeah i forget about that yeah she was uh uh what's his name's wife the uh <laughs> can't think of his name uh can't think of his name justin bateman yeah. that's what i was gonna say back yes, his character right. uh sporting actor evan peters from air of east town the yeah, crown quicksilver yeah Qu- oh yeah 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 that's great he was good <laughs> that's as that. close as we got to anything winning from one division was uh, evan peters <laughs> getting the uh best supporting actor he is good in that though he's very he good in it oh, in our east town he's fantastic yes well deserved the I mean, limited you know. series supporting actor is riddled with hamilton people and then <laughs> <laughs> right oh yeah. my god and evan peter uh you know uses his quicksilver power to dash in there and and make it uh, there's a ton of other stuff. We mentioned Gillian Anderson. Uh, let's see. Uh, let me skip ahead here. Last week with John Oliver won for the Variety Series. Uh, that has been especially good this year, I think. Um, it has. Now he's out of the uh, the void, the empty void. He's mm-hmm. back in front of an audience. In your Thank competition goodness. series, you got RuPaul's Drag Race as the winner over Amazing Race, Nailed It, Top Chef, and The Voice. And for Variety, you got Stephen Colbert's Election Night 2020 coverage. Yep, that's the one where... Uh, Conan O'Brien went up with them and helped accept it, uh, acting like he was a member of the crew. Like, yeah, good job. Oh, yeah, good job. You were you were great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then outstanding variety special. We got uh, Hamilton finally got its big win. <laughs> <laughs> finally, uh, Whew. poor uh, Hamilton. You know, <laughs> finally got some. Finally yeah. got some recognition. I will say that eight forty six uh, Chappelle stand up is really good. It's really yeah. funny. Did you watch the West Wing special? No, I did not. Apparently, that was I didn't even know that thing existed until it was nominated, until they went through the nominations. I'm like, oh, wow, that's cool. I didn't know it happened until I just saw it here and you talked about it. So yeah, this is news. there you go. Yeah, I, I, I'm a huge West Wing fan, so I'll have to check that out. Yes. All right. Well, there you have it. That's all she wrote for the Emmys. That means there's still time for us to have a little competition today. Mm. And uh, to do that, we have to bring in our old pal, Brian Dunaway. He lives in a far-off land known as South Carolina where the water runs freely, the grass grows high, uh, the dogs lick their own junk. Uh, it's a beautiful place. It's hot. It's muggy. It's uh, I can't think of anything that rhymes with muggy, so I'll not try. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, here it is. Hey, look who it is. It's Brian Dunaway. Hi, welcome back. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Oh, hi. Did they bring your chair? Oh, hello. How's your chair doing? 
Why are you so evil, Scott? You know the answer to that. You know they didn't bring my chair. They didn't even call me. I had to call them. And then it was all like, they were all like, we don't know where your chair's at, sir. Oh, no. Really? After all that? We're like, what, a week later after the first attempt or something? That's bad. Yes. That thank you, bad. J- Thank you, J.B. Hunt. I like, like, okay, this is my rule. Uh, when we when we agree to meet someplace, we're both making an agreement. Yeah. And when you don't come and the follow-up, I am making the concessions. Yeah. If you have to do it a third time, you're making the concessions, but they don't because they're a shipping company and they can just stick it to me. As a matter of fact, they just said, um, we're not even going to schedule it until it arrives at our uh, location. And I'm like, so you don't even know where it's at then. Okay. <laughs> well, didn't you just right. Exactly. Yeah. Why would you just admit it that you've lost right. my chair? Yeah. We, should, right. we just, should Twitter bomb them and give them hell, man. I don't, I don't nah, like it. I don't, don't want to like be that I want to be that guy today. I want to be that guy. Let me be that look, guy. Look, I've already told them. I've already told on them. I've already went. <laughs> I, I talked to corporate. Uh, they just gave me the saris, and then I talked to the uh, the originating retailer who sent the product, and they sent a little letter. So I feel okay. Yeah, I feel well, okay. as long as you got a letter, that's good. Oh yeah, that's well worth it if you got the letter. <laughs> right? Can you sit on that letter? Yeah. Can you can you <laughs> adjust it? Well, I got uh, every... hey, Brian, does that letter have good lumbar support? How are you going to get? What's going on with that letter? <laughs> the retailer who sold me the product is. I love the retailer. And they took total ownership and said, "Yeah, that's our fault. We, you know, we, we're we're we'll get in touch with JB." They took total ownership of it, and so they seemed to take care of it. They gave me a complete refund. Now I have to ship an ottoman back, which has been sitting in my living room. This the matching ottoman to it. No, you have to send it anyway, back. I say keep the damn ottoman. Yeah. Screw but they them. they pay for the shipping return and all that stuff. They even offered to have JB Hunt come out and pick up my ottoman. I was like, "Don't you put those? Don't you let those people?" Yeah, don't let them in my, my house. Yeah, those liars. <laughs> those lying right. sacks. All right. Well, I've been following this from afar and just feeling your pain, and I'm, I, I guess I'm right. glad. Hey, man, it's the time of COVID. And it's hard to get truck drivers. I get all that. All I ask for is clear communication, transparency. Just be honest with me. Don't ask me to make a bunch of concessions if you're not willing to at least make some concessions yourself. That's all I ask for. There you for. go. I get it. That is I an, get it. That's an equitable mm-hmm. request for life. I don't think you're wrong right. in asking it. It's fine. Yeah. All right, well, I'm glad you're here. We're going to play a game. We're going to try to win some prizes for some people who will have them delivered very efficiently. Okay, they're not going <laughs> to... It's not going to be a right. problem, we hope. Yeah. Well, Brian, you want to explain... We're not involving J.B. Hunt on the delivery of these prizes. That's Please. Sure. Uh, so, Brian, you should explain this and who might win and all that. I'll do all that stuff. Uh, welcome to the Morning Squirm. It's a back-and-forth trivia game where our players will match wits on topics that Cliff Clavin would have offered up at the Cheers Bar. Scott and well, if he was a little bit dirtier. Mm. Scott and Brian will take turns answering multiple-choice trivia questions, and if they get it wrong, the other player gets a point. The player with the most points after five questions wins the prize for their contestant, and we've pulled contestants from members of the Tadpool that aren't able to listen live. Uh, mm. Scott, you're going to be playing for Dan from McDonough, Georgia. Oh, oh, he's All a right, Georgia man. man. Yeah, yeah. And, right uh, next door. Yeah. Brian, you're playing for Jamie, aka TMS Mashups, uh, yeah. coming to us from Vancouver, Canada. Oh, yeah. Mm. I'm I'm proud to play for Jamie. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, uh, well, or I'm proud to pay for Dan, play for Dan, but I would also play for Jamie if it came down to it. <laughs> but Dan, I'm excited. To, you? I'm excited to play right. for Dan. And yeah. who are you playing for, Scott? Dan. It's Dan. 
His yeah. name is Dan. Oh, oh, well, Dan lives in Georgia. Maybe Dan knows where my chair is at. Yeah, maybe he maybe, does. Yeah. Well, he, if he listen, if he helps find your chair, then I'll just give him the prizes right now. <laughs> sure. Sure. Well, well, look, we'll break rules to to make things right. Justice is what matters. That's right. Uh, exactly. All right. All right. So uh, last time around, I think uh, Scott won. So. We're going to uh, give this first one to Brian Dunaway. Oh, Brian, mm. hot, cockle, <laughs> hot, hot cockles, cockles <laughs> was a popular kids game in the 1500s <laughs> that involved beating a blindfolded player until what happened? How old do you think I am? <laughs> <laughs> that is a real throwback. It is. Hot Don't you remember playing this, Brian? Uh, oh, all yeah. right. It's, they would Hot beat cuckles. a blindfolded player until one of the following happened. Which is it? Uh, a, he passed out. B, he went home crying. C, he correctly guessed who was punching him. Or D, he was able to dodge a punch. Oh, interesting. Oh, my God. All those are sound horrible. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Yes. I would vote. I, I don't know how it. I don't know how the game was supposed to be played, but I'm pretty sure it probably ended in uh, kids crying and going home. Um, so I'm going to go with. Uh, I'm going to go with that follow up punch thing. That sounds rude. I think. Uh, yeah. So you rude. got. I guess you get hit. It's kind of like spinning you around and it's yeah. disorienting you, and then they swing at you and you try to miss it. I think that gotcha. that sounds something so, dumb. So uh, until D, he was able to dodge a punch, is what you're correct. saying. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Is that the correct answer? No. Scott oh. gets the point. Oh. Uh, Scott, do you have a guess? Mm. Give me my remainers. Your choices are until he passed out, until he went home crying, or until he correctly guessed who was punching him. I feel like hot cockles. Fi- <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. That's how they ended every game. Right. Uh, By galoob, it would say at the end. Um, all right, I'm gonna say uh, it sounds like a 1500 sounds like a brutal time. I'm gonna say till you passed out. Till he passed out yeah. is incorrect. Damn it! Uh, until uh, he was cr- able to correctly guess who was punching him is the correct answer. What? That's that's stupid. I think that was Jack. Ow! No, I think <laughs> it was. Ow! It was Billy. Billy's, Billy's too weak to swing like that. Ow, son of a... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jennifer, ah, oh, I got it right. Uh, 1500s, okay. I'm trying to think how they'd talk. No, it, it doth was not Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> Dolph Jenner, who is striking me across the head. Stop it. Now, where is the Vavitch? <laughs> <laughs> well, I never want to play a game of hot cockles is what I learned here. No, I right. will not be playing that at TMS Vegas. No. Uh, all right, Scott. Yeah. It's an enti- in, I'm sorry. In its entire history, only one professional American football player has died on the field. Mm. Um, which sport has killed 34 participants Holy. in that same time span? Oh, my Lord. Is all it? Right. That's a lot. Is it horse racing, hockey, race car driving, or boxing? Where the participant dies in the game or in the during moment. the game, okay. right? Exactly. Because I before make... your very eyes. I mean, <laughs> did you say racing? You said racing. I didn't say golf. Uh, I said uh, yes, race car driving, golf. horse racing, hockey, race car driving, or boxing. <laughs> did you say, did you say hot cockles? Why'd you hot say, cockles. Why'd you yes, say golf? hot cockles. Play. Died. Why did you say golf? Professional hot cockles player. Did I say I golf? I didn't say, say golf. golf. I was joking. I was oh. like, uh, it was just. 
right. Um, let's go. It with... sounded like you were about to say, did you say golf? But no, you no, didn't, no. didn't. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. My gut tells me racing because who else would have yeah. catastrophic? Like lots of boxers die, but it's like later after they fend, you know, they oh, that gave him a, gave him a tumor. Or he right. had a stroke later or whatever. But it never happens right. during the match. So I'm just going to say car. I'll say car racing. Okay, race car driving. Yeah. Uh, is the answer race car driving? No, it is not. Damn it. Uh, Brian, your remaining guess, Brian, you get the point. Uh, your remaining choices are horse racing, hockey, and horse hockey, and boxing. Horse racing, hockey, and boxing. I just don't feel like it's hockey. I mean, it's such a violent sport, but I don't think death is usually the outcome. Boxing seems so much more likely. I'm just not sure how this question. I'm with Scott. It feels like it's kind of phrased weird, but I'm going to go with boxing. Boxing. I, is it yeah. boxing? No, it is not. It actually is horse racing. Horse racing is called 34, 34 participants at what the time. You, what do you expect when you got little short people out there riding around on horses with hooves <laughs> flying around? I didn't realize that. That seems crazy to me, that yeah. that number. But I guess, you know, I, I, that's it, well, it does seem crazy. Yes. Yeah, that's it, a lot. it gives me a different view on, on jockeys. Yeah. Right. Uh, all right, Brian. We Jockey talked about, dead man uh, walking. The <laughs> Guinness Book of World Records earlier. Uh, a guy named Ryan Stock has set the world record for shoving this object a total of 56 <laughs> centimeters up his nose. 56 <laughs> centimeters up his nose. Is it a glow stick, a knife, a pencil, or a tampon? 50, okay. 56 you- centimeters. Right, I'm looking at my I'm looking at my ruler here. Hold on a yeah, second, I got to figure yeah. out how how long fifty because I don't know that I'm not. Oh my god, that doesn't even fit on here. Um, Was there? A t- there's not a timeline on this, like the, the when this. It happened. doesn't say the. Yeah, I don't have the year. Okay, and he he stuck this fifty three cent up his nose, fifty six centimeters up his nose. <laughs> like he even, gave himself his own COVID test. Yeah, uh, that's not even possible. That's not even that's outside the top of my head. No, 53 is no. <laughs> only about like that. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Brian, you can't see my fingers at home. Brian Dunaway, I mean. I'm, uh, let's see. Here's centimeters right here. Um, oh, no, this is millimeters. Yeah, my centimeters is like, uh, that would be like, There'd be yeah, 10. that's like 22 inches. That is 22 inches. I'm going to say that, that... Oh, yeah, uh, no. Yeah, millimeters. I'm going to say that this information... This this thing is... <laughs> hold on a second. Let me let me recheck my data. Maybe it's millimeters. Yeah, I think it might be millimeters. Well, millimeters would work. That would <laughs> totally work. Yeah. Uh, hold on a second. Here That's we go. all I could picture was when you were saying is about millimeters. But, yeah, centimeters is... Well, it's 10 times that. Um. Anyway, he stuck something up his nose. No, it was really long. I'm, Longer than it should have been. I'm still seeing centimeters. <laughs> maybe which... it curled up and around. It curled up, you know, and, and maybe. Maybe that'll yeah. help you. Oh, oh, why am oh I helping that's you? interesting. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. I knew I'd fiddle around until I got the answer. Uh, knife, tampon, um, uh, glow stick, pencil, or, pencil. or glow, glow stick is the only thing that's flexible. I'm gonna go with glow stick. All right. Is it glow stick? <laughs> yes, it is. Um, yeah, it. you know, I was vis- visualizing one of those Siloon uh, light sticks. You know, those ones that right. are they're short. This is one of those like you can you can use as a bracelet and wrap it around. I've yes. put the uh, put the video in the uh, in our Discord. Chat. Oh, there's a video. It has what? to be because I'm sure he like take pictures of that glowing in the dark. Oh my gosh! <laughs> this is real. It is real. Yeah. Oh my hell! Okay, chat. Hold on. 
Yeah. yeah, you gotta show that. Oh my god! I mean, that's that's it's it's going down his throat and probably. I think I think it's a bit stressed to call him a man or even a human. Really, <laughs> I mean, look at this. How? Okay, let me skip ahead some. That's the close. No. So where is this going then? Down his throat? Down his throat? Yeah. Got to be. Got to yeah. be. Oh, that makes my nose hurt. Yeah, it does. I hate everything about this. Look how fast <laughs> it is too. Why? Why is he? Why did he just sharpie his nose? Oh, it was to do to, oh, to mark it. Yeah. No one touch it now. Right. Exactly. Yes. Holy Earn that glow stick hat. Oh, that's really for. <laughs> that's really well, that's that's horrible. quite that's quite the new COVID test. I don't think I care for that. Yeah, I don't like that new uh, self self done COVID test. It's not cool. <laughs> right. And all you do is you just stick the glow stick on your nose. Yeah. <laughs> all right. When we did our when we did our tests in Dublin, uh, we actually. They they did the swab that was like the big back of your sinuses. Oh swab. yeah! Every other time I've had it done or done it to myself, it's they said yeah, half an inch into your nose, five spins yeah. around, fifteen seconds. But man, when they did it in Dublin, it was like, Argh. yeah, wow, like that, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so Brian gets the point on that one. It's now two to one, Scott. This one's going to you. All right. Over 25% of daily search engine requests are people looking for what? Is it dieting tips, advice about committing murder, porn, or medical advice? Um, well, porn would be the easy go-to because everyone just thinks that. But I'm going to say it's medical advice. All right. Is it yeah, medical yeah. advice? Come on. No, it is not. Oh, Brian gets the point. Frick. Uh, when you your said the murder one, you said Brian. how to commit yeah, murder is... or how to do a murder. Was that what you said? Or yeah, uh, yeah. how to murder medical porn? Advice, no, me- medical, medical porn dieting, and not dieting porn. tips. <laughs> Advice dieting about tips. committing murder and porn. Yeah, are your three remaining choices. Dieting porn. Got it. All right. See, I just don't think. I just don't. Who's searching for porn? You know where is that? <laughs> Who's... <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good point. Yeah. No. I don't so, know if you're some, I don't know, you're some lonely 60 year old and you're just, you're not real computer savvy. I mean, what are you doing? You're, I'm, you're, I'm finally going to do it. I'm going to look at porn on the internet. <laughs> I'm doing it. Google, where is porn? Where is I'll, show, porn. I'll show grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Find porn near me. <laughs> she won't give me any. I'll show her. Um, damn it, grandma. Uh, I want to go with uh, uh, dieting tips. All right. Is it I feel like dieting? People, people think about it every day. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Uh, is it dieting tips? No, it is not. Yeah. Stay medical. Sometimes if it looks like a duck and walks like a oh, duck, really? it really is a duck. Porn. It is porn. Gosh, wow. Man. That just seemed like still, the too easy answer, but it was right. It, it does. I think that's – and it was it, it was in here to kind of throw you off with like the other ones like, oh, well, what yeah. if it is medical advice, you know? Yeah. yeah. Dang it. All right. All right. Okay. We're well, both, we're um, both killing it's it three to one. Yeah. You can – uh, Brian's one, but uh, you can still redeem yourself. And it's kind of a related question. Uh, so, Scott, this one will go to you. All right. Speaking of searching for porn on the internet, what's the most popular holiday of the year for viewing porn? Is it <laughs> Halloween, Christmas Day, New Year's Day, or Thanksgiving? <laughs> Day 
What's the most popular holiday for people to search for porn? I have a what? I have a visual image for all of those entries <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> right. And it's always a stepmom. Yeah. <laughs> stepmom hands out candy to trick-or-treaters. So do you stepmom say, serves turkey. Do you say Christmas Day, not Christmas Eve? Christmas Day and New Year's Day. So Halloween, Christmas Day, New Year's Day, Thanksgiving. All right. Here's my thinking, and here's why I'm answering this way. Okay. I think it's Christmas Day because... Christmas Day has a malaise to it that's hard to describe. It's like, uh, oh, it's over now. And and we got to throw all this tree out and clean up all this it's stuff. It's over now. I might as well masturbate. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go I'm going to go try to take my mind off this and and that's how they do it. So I'm going to say Christmas Day. All right. Is it is it Christmas Day? No, it is not. Really? Oh I would have thought the same too because that's the time people most likely to kill themselves and i think people are trying to find some type of you know just some type of life some type of yeah. reason Those to are two you know choices. To look it's either, it's either porn or suicide i'm going out one way or the other right. let's do it yeah plus i mean you just got that new computer and you got right. you look oh, up see that's a really good point right you just got Weird. a new device for searching for porn right you, so uh, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go with my answer that makes me laugh the most. I think it's gonna be Thanksgiving after all these people are fat and bloated and <laughs> just got through gr- greasy, all greasy on Thanksgiving. You just you fall asleep halfway through because of like, the trip to fan. Like, you're just like I'm gross. Let's just go ahead and put a topper on this. I'm gonna look at some porn. Boy, that turkey sure looked good. Uh, Brian, you are absolutely correct. It is Thanksgiving, really? the most popular holiday for sure. You nasty humans. Yeah, what the heck, humans. dude? Dude, yeah. just take the turkey in the other room and, and leave us alone. <laughs> Everybody's in the kitchen. I'll just look up. Is that what the problem is? Is all, is, is all the people, all the women in the kitchen? Okay, that's wrong. Yeah. But still, yeah. is that the is that the theory? Yeah, maybe. Maybe everybody else right. leaves. You're sitting watching football They're on the occupied. couch. Yeah. Yeah. Now's, yeah. My, now's my chance. Yeah, this is your chance. <laughs> oh, man, my favorite aunt is coming over. For this. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, if you've got emails to write, write them to Brian, not to me. Uh, all right. Well, there's that is a horrifying, uh, horrifying quiz that we've just done. Yeah, it's horrifying. It, was- it is, and uh, congratulations to Brian Dunaway and to yes. TMS Mashups. He's did get, it, baby. Uh, a couple of great games courtesy of Steam. It is uh, Super Hot and War Groove. Yeah. Both of those Super Hot and my favorite thing on the Oculus. Still yeah. love oh, it. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Uh, but don't worry, Dan from McDonough, Georgia. You're also getting uh, you're getting something cool. You're getting Rising Storm Two Vietnam plus mm. two DLCs for that game. So uh, you guys are both getting some great prizes. Yeah, you're both winners, really. Winner, Here. winner, oh. chicken dinner. Yeah. I mean, I'm the loser today, but everyone else won. It's fine. Everybody yes. wins but me is the point. Everybody but Scott. That's right. Okay, uh, I would argue humanity has lost after that last question. <laughs> Feels a little yeah, I think like so. it. Yeah, you're not. You're Butterball not has lost after that last question. <laughs> Butter, that's still a brand I can go get a turkey, right? Yeah, yeah. you can still get a Butterball. Okay. Yeah. I used to think yep. that that was fake. Butterball still has the um, the hotline I think you can call on Thanksgiving to say, Oh, yeah. How long do I put this in the microwave? Are they still... The, I mean, are they the brand? You, you, you don't, sir. Are they, are they the brand you think of though? Like, is it that's what everyone does these days? That's is they what all I think of. okay? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the, yeah. the standard. They're like the what? Yeah. Are, who's uh, the um? Who's the the guy? The uh, it takes a tender man to handle a juicy turkey or something like that. What's oh the God. um? 
No I wonder we're watching the, porn. You know the you know the the phrase. I can't remember the phrase. It is. It's it like takes a, a tender man. slogan. It takes a. It takes a. It takes a butterball. Purdue. Yes. You're thinking Purdue. Oh. Purdue. Purdue. Wait, they're another turkey maker or turkey. They're another turkey maker. Yeah. They make the turkey, turkey maker. <laughs> they don't make. Yeah. Nobody don't make no turkey. No All way. right. Uh, Dunaway. Well done. Sorry, you're chairless. Um, I hope that works itself out in the long run. And uh, oh, it already has. Oh, it has. Okay. Money. Money's coming back. Yeah. New <laughs> the, chair. The deal is off. The yeah. deal is off. Go to some Good. local mom and pop. Buy a damn chair the old fashioned way. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Good boy. Bye now. All right, there goes Brian. Oh, we're gonna. I forgot to mention we're doing the boop show tomorrow. Brian had a thing come up, and uh, as uh, schedules go, we had to bump that show one day. So, so Tuesday at three thirty p.m. Mountain Time, the boop show. Um, By the way, it wasn't far off. It takes a tough man to handle a tender turkey. That's pretty good. I like yeah. tender man hand, handling a tough turkey, a like juicy turkey. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> Right, it takes a tough man to make a tender chicken. There That's you go. Ch- tender chickens all around, everyone, uh, while we take a break. When we come back, it'll be Steven Schleicher time and major spoilers as well as before him, Bill uh, Duran with uh, a little bit of making things with Bill. So stick around. Oh. Brian's got a little song to stick in the middle here. What do you got? We'll do. By the way, that guy you're seeing in our Discord chat is uh, Frank Purdue. With a <laughs> oh wow, look at him, <laughs> Frank Purdue. He's excited. Uh, hey, uh, this Indie in the Middle, by the way, is brought to you by the TMS Tadpool Feud. It's time for another survey. Answer some questions and uh, give us some content for Tadpool Feud, which we play on Wednesdays here on the show. Uh, give your best answers to about twenty questions. I think I've got in there, and uh, you know you you do the uh, you do the funny things, right? You, you yeah. throw the funny questions in there. Yeah. A little normal. McDonald, uh, and they don't make it in the survey, so uh, you know, to do that at your own risk. But uh, uh, visit tiny.cc/slash tadpool feud, all lowercase. And remember, a feud is F E U D, not F U D E or anything like that. Tadpool feud, um, tiny.cc/slash tadpool feud, and you can submit your answers. All right, let's get to today's. Uh, Indy in the middle. I was stalling because I didn't have the information. <laughs> I think you did great. I, I would have. Did I? Because I'm still looking. No, Scott, oh, I don't know looking? how well I did. Oh. Because <laughs> if you're still looking, you failed miserably. If, but I did. Yeah. Yes. Short of that. Um, all right. This is uh, a band called Still Corners. Um, they have a brand new single. It's uh, it's, it's called Heavy Days. It's out now on Wrecking Light Records. They're going to be touring in the U.S. in 2022, and they've also rescheduled some European dates. Um, this is a duo. Uh, their their last album was The Last Exit. I'm sorry, their last album was Last Exit, which came out yeah in January of 2021. This is their brand new track called Heavy Days. Uh, again, it is a brand new single from the band Still Corners.
breathing is easy. Let me demonstrate. Inhale, exhale. Orange is the new black. But not in my apartment building. Kevin is the new black. <laughs> <laughs> This is the morning stream. Mmm, all your base are belong to us. And we're back, everybody. That song one more time. That is Heavy Days by the band, by the duo Still Corners. Nice. Is that Norm MacDonald? Yeah. That clip? It had to be, right? Yeah. yeah. It's one of my favorite jokes he ever told. That's it's one great. of those ones where it just feels a little dangerous, but, but, <laughs> right. but not really, but kind of like, I don't know. It's, I watched a, uh, a clip, a YouTube clip of him on, was it Conan? Uh, it was where Courtney Thorne Smith from uh, Melrose Place was another guest. Mm-hmm. And she's talking about how excited she is about her brand new movie with uh, called Chairman of the Board with Carrot Top. And <laughs> oh, yeah. And Conan is saying, so what's the name of this film? And uh, Norm MacDonald interrupts and says, I've got a name for it. <laughs> Box Office Poison. <laughs> uh, see, I miss, I'm going to miss that. I'm going to yeah, miss it. For sure. He's one of the best. They, they did a nice little tribute to him, both um, uh, the Academy and also Lauren Michaels. When he, when Saturday Night Live won for one of their products, he gave a very teary speech. Um no, and, and even though they fired him. To even, yeah. though they, even though they fired his ass. Oh, man. They fired him and then brought him back for... Uh, <laughs> to host. Yeah. <laughs> to host. Yeah. Which means either I've gotten funnier or the show sucks. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's classic. All right. Uh, yeah, now this. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. I watched the episode of King, King of the Hill last night that had this line in it, and it throws me <laughs> every time. I'll hear it like we're just in bed and working on something, and I hear I'm like, oh, what? Then I showed up. Yeah, Ah. then you showed up. It was very awkward. Uh, Anyway, hey, Bill Duran, look who it is. He's kind of calling us all the way from PunishProps.com's headquarters right there in uh, the Seattle, Washington area. I'm going to dox you fully. We're getting down to the actual address here soon. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Anyway, it's good to have you here, Bill. What's been going on in your week, Mr. Maker Man? Uh, we have a new video out over on our YouTube channel. What? Been a, been a few couple months since we put one out, but um, we've been working hard on this one, and I'm super proud of it. Yeah. Because I made a lightsaber, but it's not just a lightsaber from Star Wars. Oh no, no, it's a Highlander lightsaber. Yes. Oh. Oh. Really? Oh. Wow. Uh-huh. Okay. I made a lightsaber that looks like the katana from Highlander. And oh. Will it take off the Kurgan's head? Is yeah. that? Is uh, that? It would take this one a while to do that. It's okay. Uh, pla- the blade is plastic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it right. saw away for a while, but nice. in theory, yes, it would definitely handle the Kurgan. I love yeah. this idea. Um, oh, also, yeah, I can tell how we're filming this. The, the the move is over. You've moved. This is a new. Oh space. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's back in the old basement. Old old basement. New shop. Yeah, um, it lo- I was gonna say it looks it looks great. It looks really nice in there. Doesn't look as caver or cavernous as, as the old shop used to look. Right. Yeah. We. Um. I mean, we've had had time to really um, think about how everything's going together, especially decorating, so that the background of the videos have a lot of really fun stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. It looks so. awesome. Okay. Well, very cool. Uh, describe this thing and what. Uh, I'm curious mostly where the inspiration came from. Like, at what point were you sitting around going, you know, it'd be cool. <laughs> the Highlander sword, but as a lightsaber, it's yeah, a weird combo. Yeah. 
Actually, that I don't know why I didn't think of this before, but a Kurgan Darth Vader mashup costume would be awesome. Oh, yeah, no kidding. There you go. Um, anyway, uh, so the it started with the handle. The handle of the the lightsaber I made is the handle from the katana from Highlander. No. Uh, I made a Highlander video a few months ago, and a fan reached out and said, "Hey, you like Highlander? I have a mold you can borrow." So he mailed me a silicone mold <laughs> that he had his hands on. I don't know how he got it. The mold was a production used silicone mold from the movie Highlander Two, which came out in 1991. The mold is a it's a 30-year-old mold. Wow. And it still works. So that <laughs> the handle I ended up casting for this thing uh is super legit. It's literally the same as the one from Highlander 2 from the movie. Wow. Uh so that's that's wicked cool. And that's kind of where it started. So he sent me that. Um he sent me some guards too. He cut out of brass. And I I do want to eventually make a katana, like a real metal blade that looks almost exactly like it's from the movie. However, I also had an itch to make a lightsaber at the time, so I thought before then, before I make the the bladed metal katana, I want to make a lightsaber too. Yeah, combine so your passions, of, man. Put them, smush them together. Why not? Absolutely, total total mashup. Two of my favorite things. I don't own. I only have one lightsaber. <gasps> it's not enough what? lightsabers. There for can a be character. only one. Yeah. yeah. My God. So, um, so yeah, I decided to make it into a lightsaber. The the handle, like I said, I had that mold. The handle was slush cast, so you pour some resin in there and you sort of slush it around to coat the inside of the mold. Uh, that gave me a hollow casting on the handle, so I could jam a bunch of electronics in there, which are very necessary for a lightsaber. Sure. I don't think you got much of a lightsaber if you don't have light coming out of it. You know? No, it's yeah. just a stick. Yeah. It's just saber. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a saber. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the electronics that we di- did, uh, speaking of the light uh, the light portion, um, that was a kit that I purchased. And there are several companies out there that sell lightsaber parts. And I'm here to tell you, if you want a rabbit hole to jump down, there are so many cool kits you can get, parts you can get, custom pieces, metal parts. It's amazing. Uh, when I was at Silicon a couple of weeks ago, there were a handful of people who basically just make lightsabers for a living. I got to talk with a lot of them, and they've sort of developed a lot of these systems, these like almost plug and play systems to build your own uh, lightsaber. I would love it's to, really cool. I'd love to chew on the ear one of those people one time and just ask them in their world if they're just making lightsabers for a living and that's just kind of their realm. Do they get heat from like Disney? Do, does do lawyers mm-hmm. ever call them? Like I, I don't know how that works these days. I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. There are enough of them now. Um, There are enough of big companies. So, for example, I ordered mine from Saberforge. They've been around for a long time, and they're still around, and they have booths at conventions and stuff. Um, I think Lucasfilm has been pretty lenient on the Star Wars costuming stuff. Yeah. They have kind of an unspoken agreement with the community. Yeah. Um, which that's could, good. of course, change. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a, that's the problem with unspoken <laughs> deal deals that could change in a heartbeat. But yeah, I was just curious about that. Well, that's good to hear, though. I think, oh, I think yeah, that yeah. kind of creativity would get super stifled if they got real litigious about it. I'm glad it's not. And and there are some incredibly creative lightsaber things that people are making now that are really cool. That that only barely take any inspiration from star wars they've gone off to become kind of their own thing now it's really amazing yeah that's cool um so i was able to buy buy the electronics i didn't have to figure anything out i just bought the parts i needed uh, a fully made kit uh, all i had to do is pick the blade color and the blade length and they sent me everything 
Uh, now, I did end up swapping out some of the components because the handle I was working with is a lot smaller than I thought it would oh, be. Oh, sure. A lot oh. smaller than a typical big, big beefy uh, lightsaber. Hilt. Yeah. Uh, and not a, it wasn't a cylinder either. These, these kits are usually designed to put the electronics in a cylinder. My handle is this flattened sort of thing. Yeah, it's like an like so, extreme oval, the way that thing would be inside. Right. right? And it tapers to get thinner as well at the end. Yeah. So I, um, I found a smaller speaker. I found a much smaller battery. That was the main problem. Uh, the the battery that's in there is very small. It doesn't last very long, but it, it fit and it does the job. Uh, and then there's also an activation button to fire the whole thing up. And I had to swap out a much smaller button. Uh, but what's cool is that, that when you look at the handle, there's only a tiny little button to turn it on and a, and a small quarter inch hole to charge it. But it's very sleek. I was able to keep it um, without having a bunch of giant buttons sticking off of it. Yeah. Uh, and then the guard. So this is the part I'm the most proud of. The guard is all made out of brass. Uh, and I am I am very quickly falling in love with brass. Just working with it and the finished product you get is really cool. Uh, so I, uh, I this, there's a sleeve that holds the blade. That was turned on the lathe. I think you guys had that up on the screen there a minute ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have this tiny little baby lathe that has worked fine for me so far. And it was perfect for this job. Uh, and then the the guard portion, the sort of circle with the ornate looking thing on there, that one I cut on a CNC machine. And Ooh, that was fancy. really really neat. Yeah. Ooh, look uh, at this it, little brass piece thing. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So what so what is part, it about brass that you like? It's already got the metal texture, so you don't have to deal with that. But also it's kind of heavy, so you got some heft to it. Like what's the what's the love affair with with brass currently? Yeah. The weight feels nice. The sound, like when it hits other stuff, it feel it sounds great. Um, working with it is, uh, it just like on a, on a lathe, for example, it just cuts really well on a lathe. Yeah, it's like it's made for machining, and it, um, uh, it, it's like it's a lot softer than say steel. Yeah. So it just it just cuts really. Now well. to use it though, it costs a little more. They call that brass tax. <laughs> That's right. Of course. Of course. <laughs> All right, sorry. Continue. Don't don't let me stop you. Keep going. Uh, it is. It, I did learn that it is fairly pricey, um, or at least right now, brass is. I don't know what it normally is. Um, the uh, so I had a bar stock that was uh, put on the lathe to make a couple of parts, but I also had this flat stock that I chucked in the CNC machine to cut out. Uh, it took me a couple of tries. CNC is a complicated beast, sure. And while um, brass is a softer metal, I have a very small um, CNC machine I was borrowing, and in it, it struggled a little bit, so I had to... Um, you can slow the machine way, way down, so it took a long time to cut all the parts, but on my second try, I got a really good... Oh, it's not bad. It. Yeah, two, two's, yeah, two's better than the 20 or so it would take me. Mm. So, nice yeah, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> yes. yeah. What's all that brass on the floor? Yeah, that's, that's a, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. Um, I mean, so like I made the first, I made one guard and it kind of turned out okay. And now I just have that. I guess it's going to be a coaster or something. <laughs> the second one turned out really well. Yeah. Um, I even had to, there was a chunk of brass there that needed to be a little wider. So I heated it up with a uh, a torch and just whacked it with a hammer, yeah. which was fun. I'd never really done that before uh, to reshape a piece of metal. And you could do that. Like if, if a piece of metal isn't wide enough, you could just heat it and whack it until it's flattened. Sure. And then it's wide enough. Um, can't do that with a wood nope. <laughs> or plastic. Nope. Nope. No, I'd love to see Mark try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a, you get that? You hear that challenge there, Spagnolo? Get it on, buddy. Get yeah, it going. That's right. 
Uh, well, wow, this is a really, really neat project and something it's I don't cool. know that I'd, anyone would ever have thought of. Like, everyone wants to have a the sword from Highlander and everybody wants to have a lightsaber, but no one ever talks mm-hmm. about doing both in one. But, but yeah, then, and it was t- it was just very very satisfying to to put together. Um, it's all screwed together, like nothing's uh, glued, so I can um, unscrew all those metal parts that I custom made. Uh, the light looks so good, like the blade looks so good on camera. It looks so good. Yeah, it's just a nice, solid looking, sweet looking blade. That looks really really good, man. Uh, mm-hmm. Congratulations. You. Now you said you said you're going to eventually at some point you're going to make a proper like super detailed sword from that film that is just a bladed sword and that's that's yeah, the whole yeah. point and that would be more like just a straight up replica right. although I, I i would want it to be good enough to be able to cut things like uh like uh what do people cut for demonstration they rolled up rolled up mats <laughs> against a, a tomato and then look yeah, how it go. goes with this tin can yeah yeah, yeah no kidding uh, and I have, I have some friends who work more with metal i have a friend who's a swordsmith and who i may see if he wants to help me make a blade that'd be pretty cool that's pretty cool yeah uh, you you have all the fr- right friends in the right places for stuff like that <laughs> right oh my gosh look at this thing i'm looking at your final shots here at the end you're you're like yeah oh that light even looked like it came out of nowhere uh-huh damn that All right, cool. and look at the really nerd cool. holding it, man. <laughs> uh, well done, dude. Very cool project. Uh, you can see this, of course, over on the Punish Props Academy uh, YouTube site or punishprops.com. We'll get you there. So do check that out and uh, get your own creative juice flowing. You got a little uh, little bonus link for us today. Yeah, so Clickspring, who's a machinist, he does a lot of stuff in brass. Uh, he put out a new video all about ancient technology and, and ancient workshops, and it's fascinating um so again he does a lot of like machining and brass he makes clocks and stuff um and he's been building this antikythera mechanism for a long time now and he keeps keeps diving into it oh my gosh i love little stuff like this yeah and that's the other thing everything he makes is teeny tiny yeah like uh, you'll think it's normal size until his thumbnail shows up yeah (laughs) i was gonna say this thing this thing looks like a giant brass or metal block that you yeah. know, a dude could stand next to, and then this giant human thumb comes down and moves it around. I'm like, oh, okay. Then we're talking like he's got a good micro camera or uh, yeah, micro lens on this camera is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's beautiful. Uh, go check it out. That's uh, Click Spring on YouTube. Bill, having you here as always, a giant pleasure, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Oh, bye, Bill. See you next week. Punchprops.com. <laughs> everybody, Chimbeard on Twitter. All right. How about some uh, Steve? Uh, oh, you know what I was going to share with him. I'll do it with you real quick. Sure. Uh, finally broke out the clay. Oh, look at you! <laughs> yeah, we had a clay date. We called it with the boy. Clay date. Yeah. Nice. Uh, where we had Van over, and we're like, you know what? Let's do some clay. And he just, of course, mashed it all together. But I made yeah. something that scared the poo out of him. I'm putting it in Discord now. <laughs> uh, oh wow! Even yeah, with that Carter, was a little so freaky. So Carter made the hat because by itself it was a little freaky. Uh, I just yeah. made a quick head, a little demon head. Yeah. yeah. And um, I think it's the lack of 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 eyelids that can really get you <laughs> anyway um yeah there she put that little cute little flower hat on it and that still didn't do any good but he kept eyeing it and he wouldn't like he got really distracted by it and at one point mm-hmm. he looked at me all worried and goes scary so, I, so we had to hide it and then i'm a little worried that <laughs> maybe he had some dreams last night <laughs> oh, anyway the point is i broke out uh, we broke out some clay and, good, good yeah, deal. Yeah, some clay. Yeah, I was gonna say the uh, 
the stuff I remember you holding up was just like a big brown brick of clay. So this must have been like some Sculpey or something. Uh, this is some Play-Doh. plasticine that I think Kim picked Plasticine. up. Um, mm-hmm. So it's the it's the oil based stuff, which you know isn't really going to go anywhere. But I do have I do have that big br- uh, block of Sculpey and brick. those new tools. Yeah. I think after just digging around in there for a minute, it made me go, oh yeah, I do actually really enjoy this. Why am I not doing this more? Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna do that more. It's kind of cathartic too, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. If you don't like something, bang, you just mash it up and start all over again. That's right. Um, but it's it was a lot of fun when he had a good time. That's cool. Except he Very thought cool. it was scary, and I felt a little bad about it. <laughs> a little. No, I'm getting I'm nightmares, Grandpa. Yeah, and what's funny is Taylor came home. We were watching while they went out to dinner for their anniversary, and they came home to get him. And I said, Taylor, don't. I, I, I showed her this thing. I said, yeah, look, he hates this thing, but I made this face. And she goes, no, he doesn't. She takes it out of my hand, runs over to him and holds it right up to him and goes, you don't like this? You don't like this? And he's just like, <laughs> I'm like, no, he's going to have nightmares. No, it's like you've, you've made it worse. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's no. your fault now, not mine. That's Sorry. funny. Uh, all right. Bill, or not Bill, uh, uh, Stephen, incoming. Stephen, yes. Yeah, yeah. we're going to get that going on, which uh, starts with this. Stephen Schleicher. Stephen Schleicher. Hey, look who it is. It's our own. We like to say we own him. It's our own Stephen Schleicher from Majorspoilers.com joining us from Hayes, Kansas. Hello. Hello, uh, Stephen. How are you? Good morning, Scott. Good morning, Brian. I don't know if you can hear me. We can. Oh, we can we hear you just fine. You. Yeah. Where are you? At school? Okay. You at school today? Are you? Something on my end, but that's okay. Oh, you're a little chop, chop, not choppy, but a little cut outy, but it's not terrible. You sound all right. It's not too bad. Yeah. We'll make it. We'll make this work. It sounds like we're in a secret meeting, though. So I know you're so so. Like, are you you at the DMV or yeah, something? What are you What are you doing? No, I'm 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 at the office, but I thought this got set up correctly. But who knows? Oh, oh okay. Well, you never know. Uh, <laughs> we'll we'll make it work. I know that. Uh, hey, yeah, so, Discord. It's sounding better and better. So Discord's figuring stuff out. Yeah, it does this thing where it likes to be dumb for about thirty seconds, and then it, everything mm-hmm. sounds fine. Uh, but hey, it's a major spoilers time. Let's talk about this. Uh, did you okay? So you saw why the last man, Stephen? You caught the first episode? Or? I watched the first episode, and I was I was not super impressed. And I know a lot of people are very excited about this. I mean, the comic book series was very, you know, seminal back was it like fifteen years ago or whatever it was yeah. when it first came out. But I think times have changed a little bit, and things have changed a little bit to where I watched the first episode, and I was like, you know, I don't believe the premise. Just mm. because a bunch of men die or all the men die, yeah. I don't think the world would collapse because women are pretty self-sufficient and smart and can handle a lot of those same exact things. Yeah, I feel like that's true. Um, but also, there's still stuff to mine there. The question is, is it, is it enough to make a TV show and have it sustain itself? Like, for example, one of the things I loved about the comic was the shift in military power that happened overnight. Mm-hmm. So overnight, because we are such a man-based military in terms of leadership, engineering, and other stuff, uh, our military completely collapses overnight because all of the men die. All of the pilots, right. all of the chiefs of staff, all of the generals, all of the, you know, these are all men, and they all just mm-hmm. die. But in Israel, it's already mandatory. Women get mandatory military training anyway. And mm-hmm. there's already that the military is just just stacked with women and that also in leadership roles. So what you have is a overnight succession that just lands on them, but they're ready for it. And now they are the world military power um, based on experience and positions already held. And their planes didn't all go down because a lot of women were flying them and that sort of thing. 
Like mm-hmm. that, I hadn't seen the first episode, so I don't know if they addressed that. But I loved that concept of not so much that they couldn't handle it across the board, because they could. I agree with you. It's that the the dynamics and power would shift. Oh, yeah. Um, right. In a way right. that's interesting to explore. And so that's one of the things I loved about the comic, and I want the show to go that way. And if I'm honest, I am kind of rubber. I want to be a little rubbernecky about the first episode because the concept of everyone, all of the men suddenly just dying and then illustrating that is interesting to me. Like mm-hmm. the president collapses, all these army guys collapse, all these planes fall out of the sky and kill a ton of people. Um, you know, it's awful, but, but, but the, but I, but I want, I like to, I, that's an interesting thing to explore. And it would be just equally as interesting if all the women suddenly died for me. Like it's not about which gender goes away. It's just what what does that do to the dynamic of everything? Mm-hmm. It sounds like from what I've read and from what you just said, the show maybe leans too far into it's all chaos because no, women I, don't know how to do it or something. From what I saw from the first episode, it seemed like, oh, this is a fairly faithful adaptation of the of the comic book, except for the weird mysticism part, you know, where uh, York thinks that because he's got that ring around his neck that that's what's saving him or whatever the whatever his thing was going on yeah. in the comic. Um but yeah, they seem like it's a fairly faithful adaptation of the comic book. But like I said, it's now 10 years later. And I think we as a society look at things differently. And we look at women's roles in society a lot differently today than we would have when the source material was came out. And so I think there's a lot of stuff that may be a little, yeah. I don't know, may, may feel like it's aged wrong. Well, that's did interesting. You, did you watch the first three or just the first episode? I just I watched they- the- and I was like, yeah, I'm not interested in anything else. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because they did drop three. Um, I'm going to probably go through the whole thing just because I'm going to, but I... Oh, for sure. I feel like... I feel like you're right. It is a thing of its time. What's funny yeah. is it feels like we've gotten... I think that just says we've... there. The, the whole point of that original comic wasn't just to say, oh, what if? I mean, that's part of it. No, no, no. But most of it was actual commentary on power dynamics and... Uh, mm-hmm. the the patriarchy and it's too much and women don't have enough role in society like that that's what it was commentating on and now what you've kind of said and and, it, and I think I agree with this there have been there has been progress in those yeah. ten years like we've actually made a bunch of progress that makes this feel it comes it's just going to feel different it's going to hit differently mm-hmm. and um, that's unfortunate because I because that I when I read that run I was so I was so into that comic you guys like yeah. Yeah. Holy crap! I couldn't believe how much I loved it, and Brian Kavon became my favorite comic book writer, and I couldn't wait for anything he ever does. Still true, just love everything he writes, and um, and yeah, I, I, I'll admit I was excited about this, but I know part of me is like, I can, <laughs> I can look in the mirror and go, Scott, what are you actually excited about? And what I'm excited about is disarray and end of end of times kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. My fiction don't like it. The in grand, life. the grand reset kind of is what yeah. it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, like, speaking of grand reset, are we getting close to resetting the clock here in about 30 seconds? If Scott keeps talking about the apocalypse, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean if I mention Mad Max Good. Fury Road? Is there that what it talking goes. About? All right, um, restart. Restart. That's the fine. Clock. We can restart the clock. But here's the thing, like. Uh, there's another the trailer for that Tom Hanks thing dropped today, which is very yeah. much post-apocalyptic. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could show me. You could. You know how how much I love Waterworld. All of this could be bad, and I'm still into it. So I'll watch this. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a shot as well. And I'm a I'm a three episode guy. Like I'll I'll do three episodes before I decide if uh, it's for me or not. I gave I gave Golden Girls three episodes. I think I actually even gave it four or five. But oh. Uh, 
I did. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, it's what I do to decide if I like something or not. Just as, me. As they would say, thank you for being a friend. Ah. Um, uh, I hate that song. That doesn't help things because I really It doesn't actually song. help my argument. It's so freaking pedantic. It's like, oh, thank you for you're You'd give me the best present of all, of all my friends. And, uh, well, maybe I'm just back in the mood or something. Saccharin. I <laughs> I spent a decent portion of my weekend creating some new apocalyptic art. I've been thinking about this stuff a lot. I watched uh, a chunk of Fury Road again. Like I'm in the mood right now. So, so what about? I, I don't know if we talked about this. What about the apocalypse gets you so excited? I don't know. Uh, I don't know what it is. There's something about, uh, especially lone. I mean, it, you know, honestly, it's you know, a lot of this has its roots and roots in westerns where it happens kind of in its own place uh it's the world building of like well what if everything we know just goes away and i'm doing this safely behind a screen or behind a comic page or behind a whatever i'm not having to experience it i don't want a, i don't want this in real life by any stretch of course. i want good it's societal cool to, like, norms. imagine what would happen if all of a sudden the playing field just got leveled and everybody had to kind of start over and rebuild a society. I think some of it psychologically is, I've talked to Wendy about this. I think some of it is the re is the big reset. Oh, Mervina Mer just said in the chat, like a big reset. Um, mm -hmm. The concept of a reset doesn't scare me because if it's just you and it's your dog, <laughs> uh, you know, whatever stereotype mm -hmm. you want about your apocalypse, but you know, it's you and you've got to make your way across the desert to get to the thing that, you know, there's food or whatever. There's something just pure and basic about it. I also think it's why I like these like simulation games like car simulator or car uh, mechanic simulator and the new fantastic gas station simulator where you run an old gas station on Route 66. Yeah. Um, I think the reason I like those is because they're just like, here are my tasks. It is all I have to do. I don't have to worry about anybody else. I just got to do this and let's just go do it and get it done. And there's something about an apocalypse where it's just like, you know, I'm the mariner. I got to find paper and I got to trade it for some fish. And here's some dirt I found. And let's go to the floating uh, place and I'll exchange that for something. And now water world's better place because I'm just getting my shit done. Like there's something about it. I don't know what it is. Like yeah. all Mad Max, all Furios and Mad Max had to worry about was this one thing get these women out of here and survive and there's something pure about that i don't know what it is i can't really explain myself very well but that's the best no, answer i, I, I can give you you're saying I, I understand a lot of people just were like i just wish we could wipe this thing down to the ground and just start over from scratch but i think people really underestimate what it means to start something yeah. over completely for, from scratch right yeah there is something about and that. i think that's the very part because yes mad max may be about let's go go from uh a to b and then back to a again but you've also got to think that you know there's people trying to kill you left and right what are you doing for food and water and all of these other things and your your daily survival is going to be a lot more about your basic needs than drawing a picture and trying to barter that for something else right right and yeah there's just maybe it's that shakeup of the mundane or maybe maybe it's just a, it's just purely like well here it is on screen and it's happening yeah. and i'm not there but I like to explore these concepts and do it in this creative way. And I, I don't know. I just find that cathartic. And we lost, we lost Steven on that. Hold on. Oh no. I think he's in a weird place for internet. There he is. Hello. You're back. How are you? Hello. Steven? Oh, I like that discord shut down and reboot it. Oh, now everything sounds better. Well, that's no, Oh, good. Oh, that's weird. Maybe you're saying now it sounds better uh, on my end. Yeah. Oh, okay. weird. 
Uh, maybe Discord needed needed to reset. You never know. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, all right. So why the last man? Uh, jury's out. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Well, yeah. I think uh, jury actually liked it quite a bit. You should ask him tomorrow. <laughs> oh, well, our jury's yeah, in, jury but the, the rest of the jury's <laughs> out. Yeah, our jury's super in. Um, all right. Also, uh, so I somebody t- said I didn't know that that Marvel uh, old man Peter Quill thing on audio yeah. the the the, uh, the podcast thing. I didn't know that existed until like a week ago. Yeah, Marvel has done a lot. They did a Wolverine series, which was super popular. Then I I know they did an Old Man Logan one. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to think what else they've done. But now HBO, and I think as kind of a response to the popularity of the Marvel one, Mm -hmm. uh, HBO Max has released Batman The Audio Adventures. Oh, yeah. Uh, So this is, uh, tell me who's in this again. Somebody big is in this. It's like got everybody. It's got Dennis McNicholson from Saturday Night Live, uh, who wrote and directed it. It's got Jeffrey Wright, you know, the Uatu, and uh, also Mm -hmm. from... um, um, robot world. world and yeah well, he's also uh, the, he he's the new man he's the new um uh commissioner gordon in yeah, the new film gordon. Made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. oh wow yeah yeah so he plays batman rosario dawson is catwoman Correct. john Leguizamo shows up in the first episode as the riddler uh and then you've got a whole bunch of others just like celebrities left and right alan oh tudyk brooke shields uh paul shearer uh, you've even got uh, 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 Ted Lasso himself. Yeah, Jason. Uh, not as there. Ted Lasso, but uh, <laughs> the actor. Yeah, he's got to got to believe. That Batman, you, hey, Batman, believe you know what I got? <laughs> yeah. Ray Wise, so many more. It's yeah. just I, it's for you can listen to it right now. They've released like the first episode for free on YouTube for people to check out. But you can also listen to it on HBO Max. And it's fairly well done. I assume it's on some podcast RSS feed somewhere, right? Should be. Why wouldn't they do that? They got to do that, right? I, yeah, it's probably on a podcast feed as as well. But yeah. they just say, "Come listen to it now on HBO Max." Yeah, I'm all about this. I think this is great. Mm-hmm. It's like a return to old, uh, you know, old drama radio. Radio, yeah. It is. This is Only a crazy the shadow nose. Look at this: Bobby Moynihan, Keenan Thompson, Jason Sudeikis, as you mentioned, Alan Tudyk, uh, Brett Spiner's in this. Got a little Star oh, Trek connection oh. there. Seth Meyers, crazy. Tim Meadows. Uh, and Ray Wise from uh, from your uh, wrapped in plastic. Twin Deeks. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I like him. Bob. <laughs> very good in season three of uh, Fargo as well. He was in that uh, mm. very familiar looking bowling alley from another this is a show where he was the devil, too, right? Yeah. That was called. Oh, it was great for while well, it lasted. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kevin Smith was involved somehow, directed the right. pilot or something. Reaper. Reaper. Yes. So Reaper thank you for your Rangers. Great. Yeah. Reaper was great until it wasn't. It, it was kind of fell off. Right, exactly. Yeah, started out great. Yeah, that was a bummer. Anyway, uh, all right. Well, that's something I'll get into. I guarantee that. I like me some Batman. Been reading. Uh, there's a brand new Black Label that just dropped on Infinite from um, Zach, not Zack Snyder, uh, uh, Scott Snyder writing and Greg Capullo drawing again. So they're back together. And mm-hmm. it's called... Shoot, Batman something. It's good so far. I wish I could tell you what it was. I don't have it in front of me, but it's very good. All right. Let's now talk about Warhammer 40K, the ultimate dystopic future. Again, that's why I like Warhammer 40K, by the way. 40,000 years in the future, big space marines, everything shot to shit. It's an amazing world. And McFarland Toys is finally making some toys, and now everyone's losing their mind. So tell me more, Stephen. Yeah, I think on? a lot of people will get a kick out of these. These are like $20 for you know their regular action figure costs, kind of what they cost these days. But in November, you can start grabbing some of the monsters uh, from that series. 
uh, the Gen Stealer figures is the one that's coming out, and um, McFarlane showed that off. And of course, I think if you're somebody that likes ultimate posability with your figures, yeah, um, then McFarlane Toys really does a really great job with that because yeah. they usually have all the points of articulation. It's all about the articulation, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he these are this is cool. Gene Stealers are your uh, if you're familiar with 40k at all, like in the video game sense, these things are all over the video games, but. Um, I would hope that we'll get some space marines and some orcs, space orcs, and all that stuff. Oh my gosh, <laughs> this, this might be the first time I'd actually be like into collecting a McFarlane run of toys. I would love this, and I don't no, even if they play had a whole series of these. Yeah, and I don't even play des- I don't even play desktop 40k, but I love the I love the world and the universe and the stories and stuff and the books. And do you ever just get the urge to go and buy any 40k figures and? build your own and paint them Some, and all that sometimes stuff. yeah but then i think that i need a whole extra day of the week and it doesn't exist so i don't do it <laughs> but yeah i wish i had time but space orcs are amazing they spelled with a k uh they're all about carrying having big rickety mechs it's such a great world mm-hmm. <laughs> freaking i love 40k anyway so there you go those are coming and watch for those uh steven anything else going on in the major spoilers network that you'd like find folks at home to just like glom onto and consume at their most earliest convenience yeah uh, i would tell people to go check out critical hit critical hit for for the longest time for it's on what are we at 10 years now 10 plus years now yeah uh, for the longest time we did uh dungeons and dragons we've been playing a bunch of other games on the show and for the last uh three or four weeks we've been releasing panic at the dojo so if you like crazy <laughs> video game battles where it's you know just kind of fighting uh your opponents go check out the panic at the dojo games that we have been playing on Critical Hit. You can find a link to those shows over at Majorspoilers.com. And until next time, remember, everybody, stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. Very good. There he goes. Into the mist goes one Stephen Schlepper. <laughs> Ryan, I'd like to finish things out today with a mashup from Jamie. It is Monday. We yep. have to do it. That's right. Contractually obligated. This is true. This is one of that's what she says. He says nice. in his uh, his information. Uh, which we enjoy because often it's things we said we didn't know were gross when we said them. Mm-hmm. So enjoy, sit back and relax. Here it is. You jam it down one hole and up the other hole, and you're welcome, Jamie, wow, for that. Jamie, well, is it his birthday today, or what are we celebrating? <laughs> I know exactly. I mean, this this one may have a bunch of stuff for you, Jamie. So just enjoy it. Why don't you go around from the rear? So I go around the rear of the of the dog, yeah. and by she's the way, looking, none of this will get used by Jamie. By none the way, none of it. It'll so. be fine. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be zero innuendo coming out of this. It'll be fine. <laughs> and meet up. That's where you want your meat. You want it up. Oh my gosh, this. Why is this so hard? Man, that's coming fast, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the stuff. Oh yeah. Do you feel the hit? I'm oh, getting, I'm, I'm yeah. getting a contact high just by being on the other end here. This is great. Keep going. Keep going. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Mmm. Hold on. Why is that up? She's just like in her face. <laughs> just on blast. Just oh. and I'm almost like, what the f- Oh jeez! And I realize what's happening and I whip it around and I'm spraying the garage. I don't know where to put it. 
<laughs> got on my wife's car. I got so wet, my phone stopped working for a while. Whenever we've got a big hole, we like to fill it with this. <laughs> it was like 12 inches or whatever it was back then. My dad <laughs> right. was absolutely straight when it went in. It's crooked now. Oh, very forceful end. I you know, started off slow and then just pushed it through. Yeah, pushed it through. Just jammed it right through at the end there. Yeah, better than dick, I guess. True. Yeah, anything's better than that. <laughs> it looks a lot bigger than I thought it would. I like sausage. <laughs> it starts spinning and then Spider-Man yeah, loses his virginity. Sorry to all the ladies in the audience who just watched me do that. Oh my lord, I don't want to think about why. All right, let's move on. <laughs> there it is. Just, just threading that needle, just ease it in. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that looks amazing. Claire sent me a picture of her box. Something that if you were to try to flush down the toilet, it might plug. Plug it? Up. Might it, plug it, but it would be hard to oh, remove. I don't like this conversation at all. <laughs> Pull out your thing and shove it back in there, will you? And then blow on it. Pull it out, blow on it. Well, I don't mind. I don't care because it was only half an inch last time. Uh, that's nothing. Let's see. Skin, hair, nails, <laughs> trying to find head. Um, <laughs> Aren't we all? Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> and that's the cards, everybody. Enjoy. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that that went places. Woo, Jamie. Well yeah. done, well yeah. done, sir. A, pl- a round of applause for Jamie. Well done. Uh, the declares box really got me. Nice job. On that. Yeah, yeah. That's your fault. Um, okay, we're it done. Is. Yeah, we're done with the show. Uh, big thanks everybody for joining us, and uh, do it again tomorrow because we'll be back doing this again tomorrow. In the meantime, we're almost at the end of the month. That means patreon.com slash TMS needs your love. Head on over there and love it. All right? That just means throw it a buck or whatever yeah. you want to do. Make it real easy. Give it some love. That's right. And uh, help us grow because we got stuff to unlock still. We have other cool benefits. And things are happening right now that you'll get in the mail. I sent something real cool to the art uh, uh, printers. To the art oh. printers. To the art printers, Batman. Yep. yep. That's on its way. So lots of cool stuff. And can you imagine, I mean, a dollar a month. What have yeah. we, What did we do? And if you're already at a dollar, man, maybe consider bumping it up to yeah, two dollars. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. And if you're a two, if you like, If you like three? what you're doing, what we're doing here. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Why not all these things? So get in there. Get that done. That's patreon.com slash TMS. If anything else is uh, eluding you and you're trying to track it down, you can find it all at frogpants.com slash TMS. We're done. We're out of here. We need a song. What do you got? Yeah, I got something uh, sent in by somebody named G-G-G-G-Glitch. That's how he wrote it. G-G-G-G-Glitch. Okay. Uh, he says, I sent an email a while back showing the approval of playing this song on your podcast. Oh, he did. Yes, I confer or con- concur. <laughs> and confer, not sure. confer. Confirm. Confirm. I can confirm that. Yes. Confirm. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, my wonderful wife's birthday is the 26th, but you can really play that anytime this week. She won't hear it, but I want it well known in the ether how much I love her, and I'm glad our 20th anniversary will be next month with many more in the following years. Oh, nice. Congratulations, G-G-G-Glitch. Yeah. My All right. Anyway. So this is an indie band called the Gothsicles, and this is a cover of Prince's Delirious. Now, I want you to, I want you to, to take this with the, uh, imagine if Weird Al Yankovic didn't do parodies, but just did covers. Okay. I mean, he's done a few covers. But uh, obviously, more better better known for his his parodies. Yep. This has kind of a Weird Al Yankovic 
feel to it. And I can't figure out if it's the vocals or what it is. But anyway, here are the Gothsicles covering Prince's Delirious. You can find it over at their band camp. Again, it's the Gothsicles. See you guys tomorrow. She likes Prince. Prince. Go Prince. Prince. show is part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com i could feel my butt getting sore already yeah acast powers the world's best podcasts here's a show that we recommend the real housewives is a guilty pleasure for most but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure tune in to everything iconic with me danny pellegrino where i break down all the messy moments and behind the scenes antics of bravo's popular franchise and on everything iconic i also interview celebrity guests like kelly ripa kiki palmer drew barrymore cameron diaz and more about their guilty pleasures their past work and so much more so if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality tv like me tune in to everything iconic with danny pellegrino wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.